I am so excited to bring this super straightforward and really impactful episode to you today. We're going to be talking about the top five routines that you need as a work from home mom in order to keep your house tidy. Say what? That's right. I know it's really hard. And one of the things that you pride yourself on so much as a mom and a wife and a person that's making income and is the ability to still keep a tidy house. And I'm sure there's days and there's parts of you that really could care less because I could care less on some days too. But for the most part, I know how badly you desire to just want to keep a tidy house for the love of all the people in our house. Can we just put everything back where it goes? Those breadcrumb trails for every single human start to make loaves. We start to have loaves of bread all over the place and we're like, what is going on? Well, today I'm going to give you the five routines that I know have helped me and continue to help me every day, every week, every month, over and over and over again in order to keep a tidy house around here. So what do you say? Let's dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. We made it past the 200th episode with a major celebration, which is so fun to me. And now our next big milestone, you want to know what it is? We are very, very, very close to a half a million downloads on the podcast, 500,000. That almost just made me nervous. I was like, wait, is that math right? (laughs) It is right. And it's going to be super fun whenever we all are still here together and we get to celebrate all of the fun things that we celebrate together here on the podcast, 500,000 downloads, a million downloads. Like I can't wait. This year is going to be so much fun. And it's really impactful, like short, punchy episodes like this that always end up being so unbelievably helpful and useful for you. So the month of April is going to be jam packed with some really short takeaways for you. Things that you actually can take, put into practice. We have some really fun stuff coming up. April is all about spring, spring cleaning. I mean, I know technically spring's like over-ish. I mean, it's not, but here in Arizona, it's basically over. It's starting to be real warm. The flowers, the deserts in bloom. If you hang out with me on Instagram, you saw I posted some pictures of what it looks like in full-blown desert, like desert, desert. And it's absolutely gorgeous. It's super colorful. It just happens way earlier than it does for other people in colder climates. And so whenever you guys are starting to warm up, we are baking and and like literally in a broiler (laughs) for a few months in the summer. We are really enjoying this season in our family. And as we've been doing this, I've really been looking at my routines and saying, wow, like these are things that I'm doing that are helping me keep a tidy house routinely that I know I didn't used to do. 
that I know that I couldn't do before because I didn't even have the understanding or the systems in place to be able to do these things routinely. That's such a huge part of why I have this podcast and specifically for today's episode is for you to begin to look at where you're at in all of these areas of your life, whether it be in your home, in your marriage, in your motherhood, in your productivity, your business, right? What are you actually getting done? And to get down into the nitty gritty, one of the number one downloaded topics on this podcast is something to do with cleaning, organizing, decluttering, purging, anything within that realm. And so I know that this is something that you want to do. So that's why we're talking about it today. We're going to get into the five routines that you need in order to keep a tidy house. So if you don't have the systems, foundational systems to be able to support these routines, I highly, highly suggest that you not wait any longer and you start systemizing. You know that we have, and maybe you don't know this by now. For those of you that don't know this and you've never heard this, what a great opportunity for you to hear this. And if you do already know, please tell a friend, please consider it for yourself. I have an open door to my Systemize Your Life Academy where you get to come in and you literally can learn all the foundational systems that are going to support all these routines that we talk about today. So in order to maximize your time management, right, we teach your time blocking and all of your productivity. And then we dive into systems for your business, for your side hustle, for that dream goal that you have, for your full-fledged company that you're running and you need workflows. You need systems to be able to maximize your time that you're working in your business, get super clear and organized on what tasks you're doing when, so you're not wasting time. And then obviously we go through all of your house. I teach my escape method, which a lot of you have been asking about inside of our Facebook group, where do I find Chelsea's escape system? You find it inside of the academy. It's not something that I can just teach easily here on the podcast. And it's an actual, like I have videos, I show you me doing this escape method in my home. And then I teach you how to do it in every other area of your house so that you can begin to build these routines that will help you keep a tidy house because you have your home systemized. And then we also go through some incredible, really supplemental information about how to systemize your marriage and the communication within it and how to be a teammate so that you can get the help that you really, really want out of your husband and out of yourself and you two working together. So you can go to chelseajoe.co backslash academy to be able to sign up. You can get started right now. You don't have to wait. You jump in, you go at your own pace. It's a beautiful process. We have group coaching calls every single week. It is amazing. The community is so supportive, so, so beautiful. I'm moved to laughter and tears and everything in between every single week. And we would love to have you. ChelseaJoe.co backslash academy. Okay. What are these five routines that once you have this foundational system systems in place, you can start doing in order to keep a tidy house? Here are the five of them. We're going to talk about each of them very briefly. All right. On that piece of paper, I want you to write a big number one and circle it. And then next to it, I want you to write down daily tidy cues. What are tidy cues? I talk about them at length and teach them just down to the nitty gritty. We peel all the layers of the onion back and we figure out exactly 
where and when and what and why and how uh, of all the things, but specifically your tidy cues in tier three of the academy. What a tidy cue is, is it is a specific time, mainly during transition in your time blocks and in your day where you know it's time for me to tidy because if I don't tidy this space right now, it will be there waiting for me tonight after the children go to bed or while I'm sitting and binging Netflix and don't want to take care of it and then I can't actually relax and then I go to bed feeling like a failure, right? So these are what your tidy cues are and these are something that I have to and have always tried to do routinely now that I'm working from home, it's just non-negotiable. And so one of one of my tidy cues is my desk space. And when I get done working at the end of the day, and I know that I want to be done, like done, done working, and I don't want to come back and I want to be prepared and ready to sit down and tackle my work hours the next day, I make sure that before I go out into the open space where I can be hugged and loved and asked all the millions of things and cook all the things and do all the things that I need to have this space tidy. I need to make sure that my pens are put away. My laptop is hooked up to the charger. My drinks are cleared. My snacks are cleared. My plate is not on the table, right? And I've tucked away my keyboard and I've prepped my diffuser for the next day. Like this isn't a, that's just one of my tidy cues. And I've learned that basically you could say the hard way, which I'm sure you're struggling with a lot of things the hard way right now. And a tidy cue will really, really help with that. Okay. Here's number two. This is, (laughs) it's such a no brainer, but I swear to you, it's like this crazy hack. I don't know why, but the routine of making your bed every single day Just write down, I will make my bed tomorrow or stop, like make your bed right now, whatever you're doing. If you're driving, when you get home, go make your bed. If you're not making your bed every single day, it's like, it's blood sucking. It's actually the opposite. It's life giving when you do it. So here's the deal. I don't know what happens. I don't know why, but there that's why the military teaches it. It's just this act of discipline that seriously sets you up for a completely different kind of day than if you don't make your bed. Just trust me. I know it sounds so wonky and you're like, yeah, whatever. What could it really do? I swear to you, my 90-year-old grandmother heard me and Blaine talking about this one time like a couple years ago and she still like toots her own horn to this day that she has now been making her bed every single day and I'm so happy for her. Like what a great thing to commit to when you're 89, 88 years old and doing at 90 years old. So if my 90-year-old grandmother can do it, you can do it and if my three and four-year-old and five-year-olds, well, She's not doing it on her own. I have to help her. But if she could be committed to the process and have fun with it, then so can you. It will truly catapult your day from word go. And if you got nothing done an entire day, but you got your bed made, what a beautiful thing. Like right now, I'm sitting on my completely made bed. My girls are asleep. Blaine's not here. And to, I, I woke up today thinking I was going to have an uninterrupted six and a half hour work block and I had a no work block. Both girls woke up under the weather. I kept them home. I nurtured them. I cared for them. And I really wasn't able to get any work done outside of Voxer with my team. And so it is 
the most beautiful thing to walk through my bedroom 12 times today and see a fresh made bed. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And I know today was a million times better. My bedroom looks more tidy. It's just the way to go. Okay, that one, I don't need to teach you how to make your bed. You know how to make your bed. But let me tell you, two really fun things. Make it simple and make it pretty. I spent money when I when I transitioned into being a work-from-home mom and my office is in the corner of our master bedroom. And so I stare at my bed, which if you've hung out with me on Instagram, you've seen this 8,000 times. And I made it really pretty. I made it a place that I want to be. I got most of the stuff from Goodwill, honestly, like tons of it. I got some good pillows that were brand new, but like my throw blanket and my ends tables and a lot of my plants and my, like all of it, like it is such an amazing part of your day. Just go do the things. Okay. Make your bed soapbox done. Number three, here's your after dinner routine. This is huge. Absolutely huge. Blaine hates a dirty kitchen so much so that he will clean the kitchen all day, every day if it's dirty. And I love that about him. But I will say that when your kitchen is clean and tidy, the whole house feels amazing. And the number one way that your house or that your kitchen turns into a mess, right, is after you cook. So and after you're in there and you're processing food, like that's what a kitchen is for. And so after dinner, you need to have an after dinner routine of going in there and tidying up and cleaning up after dinner. You don't leave it there and everyone goes and they do their family thing. The kids go get in the bath, you put the kids to bed, and then you come and you do the kitchen. That is a no, 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 no. Like that is, that is a hard, fast rule. That is not a thing. Stop doing it. <laughs> Stop doing it right now. <laughs> I get a lot of comments that I give tough love on this podcast and it's because I'm so serious. Blaine's always like, why are you so serious all the time? And I'm like, because I'm really passionate about things that I I know work and don't work and I've experienced it. I'm such a deep feeler and <laughs> it's a funny thing to have deep feelings about. But honestly, do have an after dinner routine. My girls, it's it brings me so much joy and it brings them so much joy and my husband too. When our girls say, may I be excused from the table and they immediately pick up their stuff and they put it in the dishwasher. Like what a beautiful thing. And then they are starting where they're learning, right? Especially the little one, how to come back and take things off the table and put the kitchen back. Mom just slaved her life away in here. Like, come on. I'm on strike after my last bite, which actually I'm normally the last one done eating because I'm the last one to sit down. So that works out really well for me. (laughs) I don't do it on purpose. I swear. Wink, wink. No, I really don't. I do not do it on purpose and you don't either. But the point is, is that after dinner routine will truly help you to be able to keep a tidy kitchen over and over and over again, which then just sets the tone for the rest of your house. It's what allows everything to function in your home is based off of whether or not people are hungry and if you fed them well. And if it's dirty, you can't do that. So really make sure number three happens. You got to make sure all of these happen. That's why I picked all five of them. Okay, here's number four, kids cleaning up after each activity. Now, I know that these are five routines that you need to do. That was like what I was going to be talking to you about. And this is talking about your kids, but I think I'm more specifically 
you can do this with your kids at any age and they should be doing it at any age. But in the training part of this and the teaching part of this, you're doing most of it and you're including them in it. And then you're slowly releasing, right? It's a gradual release of responsibility to your children to be able to clean up after themselves. So you start this from infancy and I kid you not. Because that discipline that you have to be able to guide and model that you pick up the, the matching, what is that? The matching game is just what Bailey calls it. I don't know where you have like all 1 million cards flipped over and then you have to flip them matching. It's a matching game. Anyway, when you pick all of those up and you put them away, they see you doing that and they just think it's what you do. And so a huge part of this even though it's your kids cleaning up after each activity, it's you. And this is the same thing for your older kids. Are they gaming and they leave all of their controls and all of their stuff all over the place, their bowls, their snacks? Like that's part of that activity they need to clean up. Are they playing soccer out back? Are they skateboarding? Are they working out and they leave their workout stuff? Are they doing crafts? Are they painting at the kitchen table? And then they just get up and they walk away. Did they ask to go play bath? And literally, I don't know what happens at bath time, but I remember doing this when I was a little girl and I have two little girls. I doubt your boys do this, but they just want to cook in the bath, not real food, like pretend like with water and things and it's all water, but they're pretending that they're cooking like all the things in there. And then they get out and I'm like, okay, it's time to clean up. And they're like looking at me like I'm crazy. They're cold and they want to go put clothes on. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Right. And so then we all clean up together. So I'm doing so much of that. And I'm making sure that I'm pausing the cooking that I'm doing. Sometimes my girls like to take a long bath. And so they'll do that while I'm cooking instead of doing it after, depending on how late our sports activities were, etc. And so I make sure that I know they're about to get out of bath. I'm going to pause what I do. I'm going to come in there and I'm going to reinforce that they are cleaning up after each activity. And so a huge part of that falls on you for a very long time. My, my oldest is 10 and I probably foresee this happening all the way until she moves out of the house. (laughs) For those of you with older kids, you could confirm if that is uh, going to happen. I'm, I'm sure during the teenage years, that's probably a thing, right? So just make sure that your kids are cleaning up after every single activity. And this is part of number four. This is not another one, but this means that you have to do it in your activities too. Okay. This is the biggest routine that triggers your house not being tidy is if you don't clean up your activity before you go to the next one, whether that be cooking or cleaning or working, or working out, whatever it is that you're doing in your home when you're done with that activity, or if you're crafting, right? Like the last thing I want to do, I love to craft, but it's like the kitchen table has always been the craft center. And my upbringing for my mom and now for me, that's why my kitchen table, when you see it on my Instagram stories, it's like all the paint is half off. It's like our family table, you know? We do everything at that kitchen table. And like the last thing I want to do when I'm done is clean up all my stuff. And I am seriously not a pro at this. Like I'm not a pro at this. Blaine is so good about being tidy. And I've watched what he does routinely. You know, 
he's not always in a rush and he does make time for these routines. And that's how I've learned so much of it. And I've been able to see that from him. And I want to be able to model that for my girls. And so whenever I see that I've left a space with my things, I automatically remember, stop and take the time to put this away right now so that your girls see that this is just part of how we take care of the home that we live in. All right, here is number five. This is a fun one. This is a really good one. This is what I call your system reset. So this is a routine where you're resetting all of your systems and that is what's going to help you keep a tidy house. Whatever systems you have in place, systems do not run on their own. They have to be maintained. You do all of the work up front to set up and establish a system. It's more work on the front end and then it makes it super easy for you to just go on autopilot. That's the beauty of it. You're not always fighting with it, but you do have to maintain it. So in order to keep a tidy house on a regular basis, your systems have to be reset in your house once a week. All right, Chelsea, what the heck does that even mean? What it means is your hybrid planning system that you should be using now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, it's the Google Calendar and the Paper Planner. That's your hybrid time management system. You can get resources for that on the website. We also, obviously, that's like the whole foundation of what we teach you when you dive into the academy, which I know you are considering. There are so many of you that are considering. So just jump in, rip the band-aid. Don't be afraid. You absolutely will succeed. We have an incredible accountability system set up. We got a lot of systems set up and I've got two teammates that are helping me now that are just wonderful and amazing. And the community is so great. And so this is, these are the systems that we teach. And then we also helped to make sure that we're resetting them every weekend. And so that's just one of them that I reset. I reset my workflow. I reset my fridge. I reset my house. I reset my laundry. I reset the girls' bedrooms. I do a lot of resetting over the course of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and a little bit of Friday, I can like kill it and be super productive. And then those other three days, I'm just doing a light reset. I'm not in my phone. I'm not in work and I'm enjoying my kids. I'm enjoying my family. I'm enjoying fellowship and being around people that I care about. All right. If you have questions on what systems you need to have in place, what systems aren't working, we have a Systemize Your Life community. Whether or not it's the right time for you to jump into the academy or if you want to come over into our Facebook group, that is incredible. So fun. Totally there for you. You literally pop me a question. Ask me, Tara, or Caleb. Those are the three of us that work for ChelseaJoe.co and we will get your questions answered. We really do love to be able to help you systemize your life. I love it more than anything in the world. I know there are so many other people inside of that community that would love to support you as well. So please join me over there until our very next episode here on the Systemize Your Life podcast. As always, it has been an honor and a pleasure, and I can't wait to meet you back here for the very next episode. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. 
What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.